This episode is brought to you by Paramount Plus. An unlikely friendship begins in the Paramount Plus original movie, Little Wing, starring Brooklyn Prince with Kelly Riley and Brian Cox. Reeling from her parents' divorce, Caitlin steals a valuable bird to save her home, but instead forms a bond with the owner, leading to a new outlook on life. Little Wing, now streaming exclusively on Paramount Plus. Head to ParamountPlus.com to try it free. Rated PG 13. Every Pokemon episode ever podcast is now on YouTube. Go on YouTube and search every Pokemon episode ever podcast and click that subscribe button to never miss an episode. Welcome back, everybody, to this very special episode of the Every Pokemon Episode Ever podcast. My name is Wrestling Chris G, and on the other line with me today, he is the lost boy of the podcast. It's good old Dougie Fresh. Dougie man, how you doing? I wish I could be like this episode and stay lost. (laughs) So today's episode is the very first band episode before it was done, kind of done over um, and made kid-friendly um, for us here in the States. But um, this episode is Beauty and the Beach, or translated from Japanese, Holiday at Aopoko. Aopoko. I'm not going to say that right. So, yeah. But it's Beauty and the Beach. And there's a lot of reasons why this episode um, got banned. Um, yeah. It's just, I mean, like, yeah, I mean, it, it was banned because of a certain scene that they could have easily cut and nobody would have been any the wiser. But it's just a dull episode. It It's just, I don't know. It's. It's a weird, weird episode. And I mean, we'll, we'll get into why the episode was banned. Um, so it was banned for a really dumb reason, as you were saying. So this is, people are prudes. I'm learning since watching the damn thing. Yeah. I mean, it's stupid, but it's not, I mean, maybe I wouldn't want to see it when I'm eating my cereal at 630 in the morning. Well, well, let me just put it this way. I, I was watching the episode. I actually just finished watching the episode with my son. And my son was like, oh, well, hold on. So this episode aired July 29th, 1997 in Japan. And here in the States, June 24th, 2000. You're like, whoa, wait a minute. The last episode aired September 30th of 1998. Yeah, you're right. It took them over two years to get this episode. So Ridiculous. I know. Ridiculous. <laughs> Just to cut a couple scenes. And it was only two scenes. But um yeah, so my son was watching this episode and he's like, James is a girl? And I was like, No. He put on a Halloween costume and people got all up in arms. And he's like, But he had these and then he pointed to his chest. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, yes. So you know how it's almost Halloween? 
Well, as you're listening to this, we're recording this on October 6th. So you're you're hearing this way in the future. But um, he's like, I, I told him, I was like, you know how Halloween is coming up. I was like, he went to the Halloween store, found an outfit, and it's called cosplay. So he's pretending to be a girl. He's like, oh, okay. And then it was done. He didn't question. He didn't raise another eyebrow, even though he's been working on his rock impression with the eyebrow and trying to do it. And then he's also been working on his Undertaker eye rolling to the back and has failed. <laughs> but he, can't do that. He's, he's trying. Oh, I can do it. I, well, I know you can. <laughs> seen you fucking do it. It's fucking creepy. I know. But yeah, this episode was banned because um, they gave James fake boobs in this episode. And um, criticize a 10-year-old for being flat-chested. <laughs> well, and really, she should have just been drinking more milk. I mean, that's... <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, but I don't I don't know. I mean, this episode, it it's weird. I mean, you, you have that. You have a old man um, basically checking out a 10 year old girl i it, it's a very very weird and awkward episode there's and a lot not to like there's a <laughs> there there's a whole lot not to like and we will get into that part of the episode in just a moment when we start reviewing it but um as as you know everybody i mean this is a special episode but we're not going to break our tradition. We are still going to do the On This Day in history. So, Dougie Fresh, you have yours. So I'm going to go ahead and give you the go. And we're going with June 24th. So, Dougie Fresh, take it away, my man. On June 24th, 1916, actress Mary Pickford becomes the first female film star to sign a million dollar contract. Really? That in that time frame? Yeah, think about a million dollars in 1960. That I mean, you would have to like be like a billionaire at that point. I mean, that that's how far the dollar would stretch back then. And I mean, I, you know, you know, hands up, I'm not familiar with Mary Pickford. Um, I did a, I did a very, very quick Google. Uh, once I landed on this one being the one I wanted to do. Um, I did a very quick Google. I was watching the, watching one of the last ball games of the night. Um, and if, you know, just looking at her filmography, she was cranking them out like every couple of months. I mean, it's not like now where the rock signs a movie deal and he's, you know, got a movie every what, two years, maybe. Yeah. I mean, she's cranking them out. She's like from June or from July to September. She's like cranked out two movies. Um, and you know, she's got a bunch of stuff named after her. She was big in the formation of the Academy, you know, which gives us the Oscars. I mean, you know, I'm not doing her any justice. It's just 
I see, you know, I see her signing a million dollar contract in 1916. I'm going to stop because, I mean, that's a million dollars. A million dollars now is a lot of money. Yes. It's like a million dollars in 1916. She probably could have bought a couple countries. (laughs) She probably did. And we just don't even know. it. And we don't even know about it. All right. Well, thank you, Doug, for that informative information. That's repetitive. <laughs> yeah, it is. <laughs> Very repetitive. And I wasn't going to say anything, but I, you know, that's repetitive. But, but for mine, uh, mine is kind of short and sweet and to the point. Um, just so we can get into this episode and review it and <laughs> get out. <laughs> but um, on this day in 2006, Pirates of the Caribbean, Dead Man's Chest, premiered at Disneyland and became the fastest film to gross over $1 billion globally. Whoa. That's a lot of money. That's a lot of fucking money. A lot of money. Like, even if I can just get a pinch of that, that I would, I'd, be, I'd be done. I mean, I wouldn't ever have to work again after being in this movie. Like, you had Orlando Bloom, Johnny Depp, and Kira Knightley all just... They 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 got fuck you money from this movie. <laughs> yeah, and some would probably argue that Johnny Depp really hasn't worked since the Pirates movie. <laughs> he well, he hasn't really, has he? Well, I mean, that was kind of a joke. Of have you seen his movies lately? He's kind of sleepwalking through them. But I don't. I would have to check his wiki, honestly. Yeah, you know what? I I'm actually pretty. I mean, curious. I'm curious now that I've said something. <laughs> why why'd you go and open that Pandora's box? Yeah, I'm just trying to extend the episode. Cause ain't shit otherwise. I know, but um, Mister, we have to do the band episode. He has done. He had one, two, three, four. He had four movies in 2017. He had one, two, three, four, five, six movies in 2018. He had one movie last year, one movie this year, and he'll have one next year, hopefully. Hopefully, but um, all right. So you ready to jump on into this episode? Um, the I'm gonna I'm officially call this the cursed episode because I'm gonna peel the curtain back just a little bit, Doug. And oh, I don't I don't think the don't universe do it. Wants to... Don't no, don't do it because if you do it, I told you I'm gonna go off on one, and we don't have that kind of time, especially now. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. Yeah, we've already lost about 25 minutes. <laughs> into this recording so far so all right so this episode is called beauty and the beach and doug this episode literally starts at the end of the last episode island of the giant pokemon where ash misty brock and pikachu um arrive in arrive at the beach and they're running and, well, Brock and Pikachu and Ash are running and jumping into the water to start their little vacation. Yeah, this really could have been the last part of a four-parter. Um, you know, I think we talked last week about how Island of the Giant Pokemon was the unofficial part three to the shipwreck and battle on the St. Anne stuff. Because um, it does pick right back up. And I mean... Even next week, you know, there's 
you know, a little bit of spoilers, they're still on the dock at uh, Porto Vista because they missed the ferry off. Yeah. So I don't, I don't know. I mean, th- this episode when when it starts off, I mean, you already have the the. I mean, you you already get the vibe that this is about to be a different episode, right? Because because um i'm just going to uh, paint a little bit of pictures but um uh, you you don't normally see cleavage and stuff in in pokemon for obvious reasons i mean it's a kids <laughs> show but the opening scene is it's showing a bunch of people at the beach it's showing a bunch of sexy um like women buff men and and then all of a sudden you see brock Misty, I mean, I mean, Brock, Ash, and Pikachu just jumping into water. Yeah, they, uh, the animators had a heck of a time drawing these beach scenes with these extras. Yeah, (laughs) Um, I kind of, I kind of feel like um, they, they did it on purpose. Like they're like, whoa, so we're, we're going to be at the beach. So we, we, we finally get to show half naked people. On, on this on this kids TV show, we we, then, we get to do what we really want to do. And then they had to have an HR meeting because that's inappropriate, and it, it's a kids show. And... Yeah, but um, but yeah, Ash and Brock and Pikachu jump into the water, and Pikachu is looking all sorts of cute in its little blow up floaty, just paddling in the water. I don't know about you, but if if I'm at the beach and I see a fucking Pikachu in the water, like, paddling, I'm gonna be scared shitless. No, not a Pikachu. A Pikachu, uh, an electric Pokemon in water? No, but not Pikachu, for goodness sake. Why? Because it's, it's a freaking little mouse, man. That has electricity in it. It's a little, ain't gonna do nothing to nobody if you don't poke it. But if Pikachu happens to get sick or just goes, achoo! And then a little spark of electricity comes out. It can kill everybody in the world. Ain't gonna kill anybody. <laughs> Paranoia. So, but um, after this, uh, after the opening um, with Brock and Ash being in the water, you hear Misty in the background, and she's she catches up with the gang, and she's like, "Oh, I thought you guys were going to wait for me at the sports bar." And then we get the first awkwardness of the episode, Doug. Yeah, because this is the this is the exact moment when they realized Misty was a girl. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, um, we get the awkward pan of starting at Misty's feet. I, I feel like they kind of was trying to sexualize her in a way because they started her feet and the camera pans up. And there's Misty in a two-piece bikini holding a master ball, beach ball, and um, ready to jump into the water and just have a, a grando time. And then you have Ash and Brock kind of smitten, and I kind of get the feeling that they were checking her out, and it kind of creeped me out with Brock, like knowing that Brock is 15, looking at this 10-year-old. Yeah, and this is the... This is where um, kind of reading too much into Pokemon is not fun. Because 
you know, like it's established in the show, like, and it's said outright that Ash is ten. Yes. So, and you know, even though it's two ten-year-olds, it's still creepy because Ash doesn't know what to do with himself. You know, <laughs> you know, Misty's out there just trying to have a day at the beach. You know, Ash is awkward just for Ash's sake. But then, yeah, you're kind of right. You got Brock kind of sitting there, kind of leering at her a little bit, and it's like he's fifteen. He essentially had to raise his brothers and sisters. He should know better. He knows how babies are born. I wasn't trying to go there. <laughs> Did you not know where babies came from when you were 15 years old? Well, but that's not the issue. I just wasn't trying to go there <laughs> in particular. But, uh, but yeah, uh, it, it it's a little weird, but um, panning away from that part of the episode, and, um, Misty's like, why are you two staring at me like that? And Ash r- right on out goes, it's just weird to see you actually looking like a girl. I mean, <laughs> not given that she's in a crop top and like booty shorts, like the <laughs> entire, the entire uh, season of Pokemon, but Misty just gets all sorts of pissed off. And how hard is this master ball beach ball? Because she takes that beach ball and blasts Ash in the face. And when she blasts him in the face, he goes back and just like gets knocked in the water and acts like he's drowning. <laughs> yeah, I mean he's out, man. I mean, yeah. <laughs> so yeah, I feel like she overinflated it. I feel like she knew she's like one of them is going to be a creep. Yeah. And I'm gonna have to I'm gonna have to take things into my own hands. Like if they give me the wrong look, I swear to God. Well she didn't hit Brock. We uh we go straight from that to um Jesse and James. They are in a Gyarados um I what 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 would you call this thing? Like a Gyarados submarine? There's a submarine, my boy. Yeah, that's what I thought. So it's a Gyarados submarine and they're looking in the water, basically looking um, at all the trainers um, trying to scheme their way into stealing all these Pokemon from the people that are at the beach. So they so they were going for Pokemon. They weren't going for money. Yeah. So, I mean, it looks like I mean, I'm listening to it right now. Okay, okay, yeah, it was money, but uh, later in the episode, they go after Pokemon. But yeah, right now they're they're looking for loose change, and James makes the makes the snippet that uh, once they get all the money, they'll be living like um, they'll be living up in the riches and <laughs> and getting all the money. Yeah, and... but as he says that, he's laying on a pile of Pokemon, isn't he? Yeah. No, that's a different. Scene. No, that, that's, that's a, a different. different scene. That's a different episode. Either. So. Um, it's at this moment we we basically go to a scene, and I don't know how the hell we go from that to this, but um, the next scene is Ash, Misty, Brock, and Pikachu are on a speedboat. First off, who turned on the speedboat, Doug? Well, where did the speedboat even come from? It's not even... We don't know. <laughs> like, like I mean, we we talked, we talked in the intro about how they could have cut 
a couple of scenes and just aired this like normal, I feel like they cut a scene that didn't need to be cut. And they still got in trouble. Because, like... They could have aired this episode as, a, as like, a 10, 15-minute short episode. And I'm, I, I, I will break it down at the very end because I don't want to give out any spoilers yet since we are reviewing it. But there's basically three or four main things that they could have done, made this thing a 10-minute thing, and tacked it on to the start of a Pokemon movie and like at the start of the DVD and said, here's, here's a special Pokemon um, scene or whatnot, or a special 10 minute Pokemon special. And just yeah. moved on to tentacle and tentacruel. Yeah. Cause I mean, honestly, they didn't need this episode and we'll get into that again um, later on in the episode, but <clears throat> um, let's, we we go straight from the Team Rocket scene to where Ash, Misty, and Brock and Pikachu are on a boat. They're on a speedboat. And we don't know where this speedboat came from. But uh, Misty's like, oh, this speedboat is nice. And Ash is like, yeah, um, Brock must know um, some people in pretty high places um, that have a lot of money. And Brock is like, wait a minute. I was just following Pikachu onto this speedboat. And Ash is like, well, I was following you. So whose speedboat is this? And then they all freak out. They lose control of the boat. They crash into Team Team Rocket and have Team Rocket go and crash onto the sand. And then they go and crash onto the dock um, that's right next to them. And then we get the scene of the grumpy old man. Yeah, and he comes up and he's... <clears throat> He's full of piss and vinegar, you know. You wrecked my dock. You wrecked. Why'd you wreck my dock? What are you doing? And you know, Ash is kind of a chicken shit here, and he's like, well, "Hold on, there, fella." And he pushes Misty in front, and the damn old man stops in his tracks. And he's yeah. like, oh, "Oh, you, oh boy, you remind me of my granddaughter." And I'm going, "Well, that's creepy on about thirty different levels." Yeah, because he's looking at Misty, and Misty is just like, she she, she immediately starts getting creeped out by this guy, because this dude is, he has the, and you can't hide, and I know what the writers were trying to do, and you can, like, piss and moan all you want, but they intentionally did this, and they were trying to sexualize Misty in this episode, but um, he, he, he had the nice little red lines under underneath his eyes right above his nose and in a cartoon when you see that i mean gosh we see it on brock on almost every episode he that old man was smitten over this young little girl and man that it, that, that was just creepy on all levels and I mean, if, if you wanted to get tacky about it you could say well he was just flushed from doing all that running but yeah i mean he was he was caught off guard by misty yeah so he, he 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 was caught off guard. Misty um, basically says, "Look, uh, we'll we'll help you um, fix this problem." And then he goes, "Oh, how are you gonna fix it?" And Misty jumps behind Brock and was because like, she's all creeped out by this guy at this point, and she's like, "Oh, oh, I meant I meant these guys will help fix this problem." And 
Uh, yeah, we 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 can kind of jump on to the next thing because I I really don't want to say what I what I think was going on there, what their intentions of of that part of the scene was. So uh, we immediately go over to Team Rocket that had crashed on the beach. They don't they don't know that they had crashed into the twerps as they like to call it, but um, their Gyarados um, submarine is now crashed. James is laying on his back. Um, Jesse is panting on the beach. And this is where we get introduced to Agatha. Yeah. <laughs> the sexiest woman in this episode. I hope your willy falls off for that. <laughs> <laughs> oh, stop. Um, but yeah, um, it, it, it's kind of funny because you have all these people that are like over sexualized and I, I swear they did this on purpose, but, uh, Agatha in this episode is, is just this old, I mean, I, I don't even want to call her old cause she, she might be young, but this wrinkled lady that has this really raspy voice. And it's just, you know who she reminds me of? And I might get in trouble for saying this one day. Uh (laughs) This looking at this woman (laughs) reminds me of my ex-girlfriend's mother. She looks just like this person. (laughs) Just as short. No, I'm not even joking. Like now I I have a freeze frame on this and that's the first thing that I thought of. Like, (laughs) like I, 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 I think every every now and then, like, how the hell did this come out of this? Like, A plus B equals C, but they got D. I don't get it. All right, so Agatha is sitting here, and she's basically bragging about owning this island. She sees that Team Rocket's um, submarine has crashed, and in order to get enough money to fix the submarine, she offers Team Rocket, Team Rocket jobs to because she needs help, and she needs help at her at her restaurant. And in order to get Team Rocket to pay off their stuff, um, they're going to work for Agatha. Right. So that's what happens there, and this is where we get. We, this is where we get Ash and Brock um, and Pikachu speaking to all the locals on the beach and in front of that guy's shop where um, where they just wrecked the boat. And it's at this point, um, nobody's going over to the restaurant. No, they're not getting um, they're not getting any traffic. I mean, they get one couple to stop and. One girl's like it. That looks like a total dive bar. And then, yeah, and then she takes her big buff boyfriend and just walks away. Yeah, she must have that primo. <laughs> yeah, apparently. Uh, <laughs> and you, you are getting on me. Um, so we go straight from there to Team Rocket, dressed all fancy at the nice restaurant. And they start making fun of Ash and Brock 
um, who have no business because Team Rocket and at Agatha's restaurant has <clears throat> all the business. Well, yeah, and they they make um, I think what is it? James says something about bottom feeding clientele or something like that. Yeah, and it just pisses off um, Ash, Misty, and Brock because Misty ends up walking out at this point, and. Yeah, so it's at this point Ash gets the bright idea of releasing um, Bulbasaur or Bulbasaur, Charmander, and Squirtle and Pidgeotto into the frame. And at this point, um, you have Pikachu and uh, let's see, Squirtle. Yeah, Pikachu and Squirtle handing out flyers. You have Pidgeotto fanning the coal on the on the grill to make sure that the um, food stays hot. You have Charmander um, putting the fire down there underneath the grill. And then you also have Bulbasaur helping Misty inside of the, uh, I I keep calling it a bar, but it's at at the diner um, helping serve all the plates to all the locals and all the locals start coming over there because there's these cute little Pokemon that are helping run the joint. Right. Very, um, very wholesome. Yes. And then just as quickly as things start going right, Team Rocket doesn't like this. So they start taking, they get a fan and start blowing away all the flyers out of Squirtle and Pikachu's hands. So they can no longer um, throw out all the or give out all these flyers. They what 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 was it? They they start pumping oil into the into the uh, the grill. Yeah, causing a big fire. And then Meow is standing outside the establishment, and he's throwing bananas, causing Bulbasaur and Misty to slip and spill plates on the diners and that's when everybody is like oh this restaurant is the worst and as quick as it the restaurant filled up um it was just as quick as it like like everybody left right and things just went downhill and then you get ash going well what the hell just happened here and brock just being non-optimistic just goes everything. Yeah, and um, so you have a have a scene of the of the guy sitting there, and he's like, "Well, it was going good there for a minute." So, yeah, uh, it 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 went well for just a few, and he he was grateful. But then we get Agatha and Team Rocket walking into the establishment and Agatha is wanting her money. And of course the old man hasn't garnished up enough money as of yet to be able to pay for his rent inside of the establishment. So Agatha says that she's going to give him one day to come up with all the money that he owes her. Otherwise she is going to take his boat as the payment and that will be his payment um, to her going forward. And this old man, and I don't even think we, we end up finding out his name in this episode, but um, 
he he gets all hurt and he's like, no, not my boat. I don't want you to take my boat. <laughs> when, did, when did he get all down home and shit? <laughs> <laughs> don't take the boat now. Don't take my boat now. That, that That's the only thing I got is my boat. <laughs> and Team Rocket makes fun of them walking out of the establishment. And Ash, Ash starts getting all sorts of, like, mad. Yeah, I mean, you know, and this is, again, where we're reminded that Ash is 10 because that this is where he gets, you know, more pissed off. You know, and it's like you had to realize that they were behind the shit. You saw them at the opposite restaurant. You know, but again, it's a kid show, kid logic, you know, whatever. Yeah. So at this point, um, we it looks like we were we were about to go to commercial, but we didn't. And we get we go into a conversation where everybody, including the Pokemon, are still out of their Pokeball and everyone's talking. To the old man, the old man has dreams of taking his boat and traveling around the world and um, being able to see the world because he, he's, he's a little older. So basically, he needs to garnish up this money um, so he can pay Agatha and basically get the hell out of this restaurant business and just go and see the world. <clears throat> Correct. So... They're kind of sitting around, kind of moping, talking about how how are we going to make that kind of money and and who who's to show up but uh, Professor Oak and then um, right behind him is Ash's mother and I, I I I tell you every single time there's Professor Oak there's his mother what the fuck is going on here all right all right you need to chill <laughs> the woman the woman is an empty nester. <laughs> Her her only son is out in the world fighting monsters, <laughs> potentially getting killed every week. She doesn't know. He doesn't have a cell phone. He can't be video chatting her while he's trying to catch a Pidgey. You know. <laughs> they clearly explain that she's with the local Palatown Mother's Ad- Environmentalist Club or whatever the fuck. Yeah. And Professor Oak is just basically on vacation. <laughs> well, I mean, who else is going to lead the group? You know, I mean. So, <laughs> but um, it's at this point, Professor Oak um, has a great idea and hands Misty, uh, well, I, well I, I'm saying Misty, but uh, handing everybody a flyer, basically saying, I have an idea. You can go ahead and put on this um this fashion show it will bring in all the locals the locals can pay to go and watch it it'll be a big competition there'll be a trophy and that way you can garnish up enough money to um be able to do whatever you need to with it because i mean at this point professor oak and ash's mom don't know that ash crashed the boat no and i they don't find that out until they're Almost done with the damn contest. Actually, no. They they don't even find that that out. Um, Ash no, is they getting, don't. Ash is getting ready to tell his mother in the contest, and um, the old man stops him because he 
he stands up for ass, but yeah, we'll we'll we'll, we'll get there. But we can uh, get there now. We could we could just we could just no, get there. No, 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 no. That's that's skipping over the whole contest. Oh damn. <laughs> so all right, but yeah, it's at this point they they get the flyers and um they give it to Pidgeotto. Pidgeotto is taking the flyers um up into the sky. And dropping the flyers onto all the locals, and there's this big competition that you don't want to miss, that you might want to miss, but I wanted to miss. <laughs> yeah, I know you did, <laughs> but um, that you 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 might not want to miss this. So come come and watch it, and all the locals end up getting all happy. But <laughs> I I I I I want to know where did they get the money? And the resources to build this big ass stage on the beach. Uh, well, I was under the impression that the shit was there already, because this is not this is not something that they came up with. No, because the flyer was already there. This this Pokemon beauty contest and talent show was already happening. Yes, it was, it was just hey, you know, Misty, you're a girl, you have Pokemon. You should enter this. We can objectify you. Which they do, so don't even don't even come at me with that shit. No, they, they do. Uh but uh but it was Misty's idea to actually go into the contest. Oh she's, she's a like, trooper. She's a Yeah. Yeah, she's like, oh, oh I can go into this, I can help you guys out. And Let's see. Um, we go to the audience where Ash and Pikachu, um, his mother, Professor Oak, and the the boatsman are all sitting in the audience. I and... swear we found out his name. I swear. <laughs> you you can look it up. <laughs> I mean, I do like the boatsman. Don't get me. I, I I don't know his name. I've watched this episode three times, and yeah, I'm sorry that I did, but. I watched it three times. I, I did not catch this man's name. But uh, you were that excited about James, you could have just paused it once. Shut up! <laughs> I had to rewatch this episode for reasons. Had that to. Were... Had to. Did you? Yes, I had to. I didn't. I yeah. No, you didn't. <laughs> but um, it's at this point that Professor Oak um actually butts in on the conversation between Ash and his mother and goes, your mother has been worried sick about you. She thinks about you all the time and she still thinks of you as her little pumpkin um, out there. And Ash kind of gets embarrassed at, at this moment and basically Mrs. Ketchum doesn't um, really see her boy as like the most stand-up-ish boy. Take a it. take one take a wild guess on this boat owner's name. I I don't think you're gonna hit it, but it's not like crazy. Um, uh, boatsmaker. Oh my god, Mo. Oh, his name is Mo. Boatsmaker. What? The <laughs> Can we be done? <laughs> we yeah, we are almost done. We we have. We have eight minutes left of this review of the episode. So. Boatsmugger. That better go in the fucking description of this episode. I'll be watching. 
Well, you have a long time. I don't. I don't think you'll remember once. I, every day, I'm going to text you boats from the girl. <laughs> so, <laughs> God, I can't even talk right now. You had time to think. Yes, I did. And that's what you came up with. You could have said Bob. You could have said Larry. <laughs> Steve. Well, well, Mike. Mo- Mo is easy to remember because that that's my that's my stepfather's nickname. Yeah. So, and you went to Boatsmagur. <laughs> yes. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck this episode, man. I know. So, um, it's that, um, and we've already covered this part, but during this conversation, um, Ash's mother goes, "I hope you're staying out of trouble." And Ash reminisces back to uh, the the boat accident, and he, and at, just as he's getting ready to um, say what happened, Mo, the boatman, um, <laughs> fuck you, dude. <laughs> but into the conversation <laughs> and talks about how good of a stand upish man. Um, ashes and that he's been doing nothing but helping him with his business so he can travel around the world. Boats, my girl. So, all right. So here, here's your favorite part of the scene. And I don't know how Brock got to be the commentator for this whole thing. Oh, I have a, vol- I have a feeling he volunteered right away. <laughs> I'm sure he did. And um so here's the comp here's the competition. And right at the start we have Misty walking out and she what 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 was the words that she said? She said this is humiliating, this is degrading, but we need the money. Yes. So she she's embarrassed being up in her bikini, and not only is this uh competition for um trainers but it's for their pokemon as well to basically kind of dress up and it's at this moment that we have starmie and ash's squirtle dressed up as like i guess a spaceman yeah that's kind of the i kind of took squirtle as a as an astronaut and i kind of took starmie as the ship yeah and the the starmie's flying spaceman Yes, yeah, you are all over it today, aren't you? Basement is a word. It is, but astronauts also the proper <laughs> word. <laughs> Squirtle is a spaceman, just like <laughs> Mo is the boatsman in this episode. Boatsmager. Okay, <laughs> this is the lost episode, and hopefully, hopefully, people are laughing. Hopefully, true. people are listening to this. Yes. So. I'm going to be rather upset if this is our least listened to episode. I'm just <laughs> saying that, saying that right now. Watch this be our number one episode. <laughs> you're gonna, oh, you're gonna fall on the floor. I'll quit. I'll quit. I'll, I'll quit. I'm quitting either way. But I'll quit quicker if you're like, hey, guess what episodes are most downloaded? It's only been out for two days. <laughs> and it's gonna do nothing but climb. But uh, but yeah, Starmie is flying around the stage, and it's at this point we get the ban the bandness of the episode. 
So after Misty is done on the stage, she's walking backstage and she runs into Team Rocket, who are both in bikini. But James is in a bikini. It looks like he went to the Halloween store and bought boobs to paste onto himself. He gave himself lipstick and he's going to enter this contest. And he pulls the string on the boobs and the boobs inflate. And Misty's eyes jump out of her head, basically. And James looks at Misty and goes, yeah, you're 10 years too young to have these. And he puts his hands on his boobs and he rubs them back and forth. And Misty just starts crying. I I don't. I mean, obviously, there's so many things that I don't understand. About this scene. And I understand it's a comedy. And I understand that's what they're going for. I understand, oh, look, look, the man's a cross-dresser. Tee-hee, isn't that funny? But Jesse's right there. Yes. Why Why couldn't Jesse, and and they actually drew Je- Jesse's cleavage, so why, why couldn't Jesse just be in this competition? Right, and we're not having this problem, and we can probably air it in North America, and everybody's fine. Yes. But and- no. And it would never be a lost episode if we wouldn't have this big of a problem recording. Right. I've decided at the end of this episode, I'm getting into it because stuff. Um, But not now. Not now, but but you, you, you have some things to say. Yes. Okay. So it's at this moment that um, we get, uh, Let's see. We get Team Rocket's Pokemon, and what is this Pokemon dressed up as? Oh, I Am- had to ask. Am- Amistar. Amistar. I was going to say, I had to ask you this. Yeah, so in the original 151 Pokemon, Amistar is not a Pokemon amongst those. No. Oh, wait, I- wait, wait, wait. He is. Yes, he is. Yes, he is. No, I mean, but but James does make uh, James uh, Brock does make mention that it's a that it's a legendary Pokemon. Yes, yes. So I'm I'm I don't know what the hell I'm thinking of. Yes, Amistar is one of the extinct Pokemon. That's it. That's right. And I think we'll even get into that in a couple episodes. Yes, yes, we will. So I'm um it's at this moment that because Team Rockets. Um, costume with the Pokemon is just it's out there. It doesn't look right. It doesn't even look like an Amistar. And who's to come into the scene but to kick these Pokemon? I had a problem with that because yeah, didn't do anything to them. But Gary walks onto the stage and kicks these Pokemon onto the floor and knocks them out. And it's just him and his entourage on the stage. He gets on stage, makes fun of Ash, or pokes fun at Ash, and goes, you know what? I'm not here to poke fun at you. I'm here to see all of my adoring fans. And then you have Brock over there counting all the beautiful women that are there. Yeah, Brock's having a goddamn culinary. Yeah. Uh, yeah. So he's just in hog heaven. The ladies do a cheer. The crowd's going wild. Ash is steaming. Yeah, because he's he's like, why is Gary here? And Professor Rogue just being a dick goes, oh, yeah, I forgot to mention that Gary came along with us on the trip. So apparently 
Gary went back to Pallet Town and decided to take a little vacation while everyone else and their mama is out there training, getting bad. Well, I kind of took this as, well, Gary's so far ahead, he could probably afford to double back on motherfucker. Yeah. I mean, cause I mean Gary, Gary's gangster. Right. I mean, that's kind of the, I mean, obviously, I mean, we've seen that from day one. I mean, he rolled on, he had the whole town behind him when he showed up to get his Pokemon. Yeah. So, um, it's at this point that we go backstage and we see Misty and Misty is looking uh, from the back at Gary and basically goes, well, with, with those pretty women, um, out there, I have no shot. And then we go over to Jesse and James and James gets jealous and goes, all of those women are prettier than me. And then <laughs> they get bonked on the head and dragged out. And then that's when we get Agatha on the outside um, saying that she knew that Team Rocket was Team Rocket and that they now have to find a way to stop this whole competition because if if this guy has this stuff continue, he's going to gather up the money and she's not going to get her boat. And I'm sitting here going, what do you mean? You Of course, you. they were in their uniforms when they were on the beat. Yes. Like, what do you mean? You knew, Of course, you you had eyes, didn't you? Uh, I, I think anyone would have known that it was Team Rocket. There's a big ass R on the on their costume. Two of them. Yes. Know. What do you you knew? Bullsh- whatever. <laughs> That's the least of our problems in this episode. So she's like, "Well, your your submarine is fixed. You know, figure this out." So they jump in a submarine. Uh, um, what's up? And they go. They go underwater through like a secret tunnel and then we go to ash challenging gary to a pokemon battle because now he's pissed that gary's here because ash ash gets all butthurt and jealous anytime um gary is in the scene right i mean i never really had this i mean i don't think i mean did you have a rival to the point where you were like if this motherfucker shows up shit's about to go down um, <laughs> in 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 a way, um, I won't give last names, but there 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 was a dude named Nick that I I could not <laughs> I could not stand because he was fucking everywhere, and you know who I'm talking about. <laughs> and this 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 kid was everywhere and he just irked me so much because <laughs> he always had those he was he was just like gary he always had these one one liners that would just piss me off <laughs> but yeah i could kind of yeah <laughs> so, so so you get where i'm coming from everyone else listening doesn't but you you know where i'm coming from yeah, well, the funniest part is I was kind of cool with the dude, so to have you go, I couldn't stand it. It's kind of funny to me. <laughs> well, yeah, his family was cool with your family, right? Well, it wasn't family. It's just I didn't really have a problem with anybody in high school. Oh, true. Yeah, hey, 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 don't, don't, don't be throwing that out there. People listen to this and they'll be like, oh, he's talking about you. He made you famous. No. You don't have that problem, I don't think. So... At this moment, after, uh, because Gary doesn't want to battle 
Ash because he's on vacation. <laughs> we we get Team Rocket um back in their submarine and then they start uh basically going on to land and scaring all the tourists that are out there and all the tourists go running away and Ash immediately knows that his Team Rocket gets on the microphone and goes, "It's a fake Gyarados. It's not real." Yeah, I mean, he is so frustrated. He he it, he almost you, you could feel that he wanted to say for fuck's sake it's a it's a damn submarine. Yeah, cuz he he's trying to calm these people down and he had to say at least two or three times like everybody stop. It's fake. It's fake. Everybody it's a motherfucking fake Gyarados. <laughs> so, then the people at the beach finally turn around and go what do you mean it's a fake and the team rocket launches a heat seeking missile uh towards the stage in an effort to blow it up and Um, at this point um um, ash is impressing professor roke and his mother and gary's over there just egging shit on and in ash's ear going what are you gonna do run away now you know, Ash is like, I'll show you, you motherfucker. And he calls out Pidgeotto <laughs> and Charmander. And um, Pidgeotto grabs Charmander and they fly straight towards the missile. Charmander launches Flamethrower at the missile, which crucially is a heat seeker. Um, it confuses the missile. The missile turns back towards the submarine. Yeah. How how the hell did the eyes on this missile blink? To and yeah, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Kitcho. And then goes <laughs> and flies back at Team Rocket. And then at this point, Agatha tries to block it. She, she goes, turn around. The missile's behind you. It's like, ain't no stopping it. <laughs> so at this point, um, the missile goes and crashes into Team Rocket, but it not only does it hit Team Rocket, but it hits Agatha, and they all go blasting off again. Yeah, we get. Agatha. Yeah, we get a nice uh, looks like Team Rocket's blasting off again, and then we get Agatha with the punctuation mark. You go. Oh, <laughs> uh, and then the next scene we see Mo, the boatsman, boatsmugger, boatsmugger. Yes. <laughs> barely in the fucking description I swear to god I'm gonna piss you off and just not put it in there oh boy you'll <laughs> but, hear about it oh I know I will but um so um, we have him on his boat and he finally got enough money well I don't even think he had to pay Agatha like this this guy just skipped town cause Agatha's gone Agatha's gone uh, according to according to the end of this episode, she's dead. Yeah, well, we'll we'll find that out about we'll find that out for about ten seconds next week. <laughs> she was in the air for a long time. She, I mean, she was off, man. I mean, was... <laughs> but um, but yeah, um, Boltzmager go gets in his boat and he thanks everybody uh for helping him he's gonna go and live out his dream of going to see the world so so mo mo pulls off and then we cut back 
to Mrs. Ketchum and Oak, and we see that Mrs. Ketchum has the trophy from the uh, the competition. Oh, and okay, and I'm only going to bring this up because my son brought this up, and my my son's seven. Okay, watching this episode with me, and in this scene with Mrs. Ketchum, uh, Ash goes, or not Ash, uh, my son goes. She has no pants on. You could basically see her butt. I was like, Jordan, it's a swimsuit. I was like, yeah, but you you could basically see her butt. So apparently, um, I mean, at least according to my son, I mean, I guess that's the first place. And my son's not a perverted kid. He's only seven. And the first thing he noticed was just Mrs. Ketchum's bosom. And then James' boob in the episode. So maybe that's a good 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 reason that they didn't air this right away. <laughs> well, you know, probably. But um I don't know if this contest was rigged, but Mrs. Ketchum actually had the golden trophy. Well, I'm assuming that they gave it to Misty and or Ash for, you know, saving the town. And then Ash is like, well, look, Mom, I'm not going to be able to lug this around. So you just take it home, put it on the nightstand. Yeah. And it's at this moment that Mrs. Ketchum um, basically says that she's proud of her son. She's proud that he's grown up to be the man that he is right now. And then we basically cut off. And that's the end of Beauty and the Beach. We're done? Yeah, we're done. Okay. So, here's the skinny. Because now I think, you know, we can say it because what's in the can is in the can. We haven't had any more problems. Um, I've been sitting on this for a week. Yes. I wasn't going to say anything because I wasn't sure how this was going to turn out. It didn't start out too great, so I was really kind of gnashing my teeth. We recorded this last week. Yes, we Um, did. (laughs) You know, I mean, obviously you're hearing this a few months from now. So, you know, uh, earlier, uh, I think you said we're recording this on October 6th. Uh, We recorded this on September 29th originally. Yes. And then the file got corrupted. Well, yeah, you called me, and you called me at like 10.30. The following day. I was like, well, I'm eating. I'll call him back when I'm getting ready to walk. Because if it's good news, it's good news. But if it's great, if it's bad news, it's going to ruin, it's going to ruin my breakfast. So I called you back, and I could tell you didn't want to tell me something. (laughs) because <laughs> i didn't want to record this the first time originally i got we got on here well last week was kind of a weird week because we didn't end up starting to record until like nine thirty or whatever it was and we didn't stop recording until like midnight yes. so we were we were tired and this was this uh this was the second episode last week and this was the episode you did not even want to touch to begin with 
I didn't want to do it to begin with, but you said, well, and it was like 11 o'clock. And you're like, well, we could do it in like an hour. I said, fine. So we did it. Got off. And then, you know, I called you back. You said, the audio sucks for Beauty and the Beast. My first thought was, well, that's a sign. <laughs> it was a lost episode for a reason. You you were not going to record this episode again. You had no intentions. You 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 were just gonna skip and just go to Tentacle. Uh huh. I said, well, that's a sign for you. It's a lost episode. We can we can try again when we deal with another lost episode when we deal with Jinx. And you said, no, we gotta. We said we were gonna record it. So we gotta record it. Nobody else has recorded it. We're gonna be the first. <laughs> is and that it, what I is that what I sound like? And it, it is when I'm pissed off at you. <laughs> <laughs> okay. And it wouldn't have been like I was thinking about this today because I knew you know I was waiting for that text. You know, hey, you want to record two episodes tonight? I was thinking about this. If something had happened to say the Squirtle Squad or uh, the 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 episode with the with the bug catcher or you know even a Clefairy episode, that's unfortunate because it's a lost. It's a lost recording session, but at least, you know, it's a, I mean, obviously you have strong feelings about the Clefairy episode, but like, if we had to record the Squirrel Squad episode again, it would, it would have sucked, but it, hey, at least it's the Squirrel Squad, you know? Yeah. This episode was so boring. <laughs> so dull. Nothing happened. Nothing happened. Could have skipped it. Well, they, they did skip it. The only thing you missed. And again, I'm, uh, well, I mentioned it earlier. At the start of Tentacle and Tentacruel, they make mention that they're still stuck in Porta Vista because they missed the ferry. That's the only thing. And then, you know, spoilers for the end of the episode, you get a 10-second cameo from Agatha. Yes. That's it. At the end of the episode. At the end of the If you blinked or if you turned the channel, you wouldn't have... Well, obviously, you turn the channel, you would have you wouldn't have seen it, but you know what I'm saying. So I really and you said, "No, we got to do it." Fine. I was trying everything I could to save a little bit of time, so I'll throw my hands up. Chris said he's going to save my original on this day recording. And that's what you heard at the beginning of the show. So if that sounds a little different, I don't know how it would, but if it does, that's why. Um, I don't know. I'm not pointing any fingers as to, you know, because Internet is Internet. You know, it's good one week. It's bad another. It was also late, later than we should have been recording in all fairness. But we've been really trying to nail these two a week to really build that backlog, just in case, you know, one of us has to take a week that we don't expect or whatever. 
So I went, I, I, and I didn't want to drop this at the beginning of the episode because I didn't know what was going to happen. And like I say, it didn't start out great. Um, you know, once again, hands up. We did have to stop recording at one point because we were having the same issue. And you were frustrated at one point. Because at oh. one point, at one point, Skype even quit on you. Yeah. I, I, I was just done. I'm hotwired it too. And that, that's what pissed me off. So I don't know. Uh, if you listen to this episode and you got through the entire episode, I, I, I mean, obviously I'm going to put something at the beginning of this saying it, uh, if audio goes in and out for whatever reason, um, I'm sorry. Um, uh, we, we did the best that we could with this one. Um, we kind of have a good track record so far. So, so not many episodes really sound like this, but yeah, um, this one seems to have gone over pretty well. So we will see what happens. And I'm going to make a prediction right now. This is the last time I'm ever going to watch that episode again. <laughs> if something happens with this episode, you'll never know it because you'll never hear about it again. Nope. I'm not going to bring it up next week. Okay. So this is it. There's no third strike. I'm but, we, not... but we do have an announcement that we have to make. Oh, we have to do that again. Yes, yes. Oh, sadly, it was on this episode. Uh, so um, the announcement is um, the Christmas episode. There's going to be a Digimon special. N- no, no, oh. nobody, no, nobody has time for that. Well, I made that joke last week. and I. So, Actually, last week I said we were changing over to Digimon completely. Yeah, no, nobody has time for that. Not at all. So on December, somebody just got really mad. They're like, "Hey, fuck you!" <laughs> so on December twenty sixth, two thousand twenty, instead of reviewing an actual Pokemon episode, we are going to drop for you a special movie episode. We're not doing Pokemon the first movie, everybody. It's going to be um, the 20th anniversary special that they aired a couple years ago called Pokemon I Choose You. And it's basically recapping the Pokemon um, Kanto series um, without Misty and Brock. And it gives a different twist as to uh, what what if this happened and what if this happened because this episode of Pokemon does not follow the series at all. Like, think back to the end of the pilot. Yes. Ash and Pikachu are on the ground recovering. They look up and they see a Pokemon fly fly over a rainbow. Dexter magically pipes up. He's worse than Siri. Because um, <laughs> I think Ash says something about, what is that Pokemon? I think, because he has to, because something has to trigger it. Yes. Um, and Dexter says something about, there are numerous Pokemon that we know very little about in the universe. And I, that's not the quote, but it's the gist. Um, what if... Ash seriously pursued 
that Pokemon. Yes. So, and that's what you're going to get out of this movie. So the movie revolves around Ho-Oh, and there, there, there's a few other extra surprises in the movie as well. And we also get a twist on the on the trainer that abandoned the Charmander. Yes, I'm excited to watch this. Trailer looks really good. Um, this will be a nice little treat for for the holidays. I I cannot sit here and think about the holidays blows my mind that we're that far ahead um yeah so um now you mentioned something interesting um earlier i think you mentioned it last week um the movie the first movie uh um uh mewtwo yes you said that falls somewhere in the 50s yes so are we gonna break like, once we hit that mark, is that what we're going to do to the movie? Okay. Um, I mean, I have a few ideas when it comes to the movie, what I plan on doing as of right now, and um, maybe if you're on board with it. So the Pokemon movie, uh, me and you both have agreed, is at some point when we get down there, it's going to be behind the paid wall of our Patreon. Yes. So... That being said, on the free feed for everyone else, just a regular episode of Pokemon um, that we're reviewing is going to drop. So we're going to drop a regular episode, but on the Patreon, it will be the movie plus an episode that people can listen to. Otherwise, I mean, we might drop a preview um, that people can listen to. I'm not sure what we're going to do yet because we're... We still have a long ways before we get to the the Mewtwo movie. But yeah, there there's a few things that we're going to do, but one hundred percent it will be behind the paid wall of our Patreon. And the only way to, to listen to it is would be to subscribe to our Patreon, which is five dollars a month, or it will be five dollars a month, um, right on our paid wall. And that's where you'll be able to get our full archive as well once episodes start dropping off as i alluded to a few episodes ago yeah like you said that's that's going to be a good process going forward because if you're some for some reason if you're just jumping in now first of all for some reason you said i'm going to wait until they cover the first band episode i am thoroughly sorry because i was in no help to your listening pleasure um (laughs) this week the next band episode is The Legend of Dratini, and then we have the famous Cyber Soldier Porygon episode, which gave all those kids seizures in Japan. Yes, we will We will give fair warning on that one um, before that one airs, um, because, well, I mean, you just alluded to it, you know, I think you even said something. I was... I I I'm epileptic and I'm I'm very open about that and I was stupid. I mean luckily nothing happened, but I was stupid and forgot really what happened in that episode or didn't think that the flashing lights were really that bad and I watched it in a dark room at around 11:30 at night 
My wife was sleeping right next to me. And let me just say that the flashing lights in that episode on an HD TV woke up my wife out of her sleep. Yeah, so, that'll do it. Yeah, yeah. So if you're going to watch this episode, um, that episode along with us, um, I highly suggest that you watch it in a bright room. Um, if you if you are epileptic or have any type of problems with seizures at all, I highly advise just listening to our review. Don't watch that episode because I don't want to be the reason that people are watching that episode when we're reviewing. So, yeah. All right. So if you don't have anything else to say, um, thank you, everybody, for listening to the first band episode, the special every Pokemon episode ever podcast. And we are keeping true to it. Um, we're going over every single episode, whether it's good or bad. So say goodbye, Doug. Goodbye, Doug. <laughs> and this is Wrestling Chris G telling all of you, I will see you next week. And hit that subscribe button, everybody, because it's Tentacruel, or Tentacool, and Tentacruel. Man, that's hard to say. All right, have a good night, everybody. Bye.